morning, good afternoon, whatever time of day it is that you are listening, folks. Thank you very, very much for listening today. Today is the 25th of June, year of our Lord, 2021. Welcome to yet another edition of the Bun and Cardigan Show. I'm, of course, joined by the on-again, off-again man who wears the cardigan, James Edwards III of The Athletic. And ladies and gentlemen, it is, a, it is a special show today because you are listening to the second annual Motown Noah Awards. And it's this very special edition because last year, not only was I by myself, I was doing Shoot the J, it was just me on the show. Uh, now we have James, but also in this uh, pandemic list, well, not pandemic list, but we're actually able to have people here. So we have, well, there's, well, there's about 20 of you guys here. All of you uh, were given a ticket to the Motown No Awards because you did uh, purchase a hoodie from us. So some of you, I think only. Thank you guys so yes, much. Thank you guys very, you guys very the, much for that. Yeah. The Hall of Fame supporters. We, uh, we sincerely appreciate it. We thought that this would be a fun little, uh, another, like a little uh, bonus thing for uh, your guys' support. So thank you guys very, very much for that. Um, for those of you who are maybe new to the Bunny Cardigan, of which I think there may be... There's a lot because our last pod banged. Yeah. The so last pod banged. If, you, if you're new to us because of Cade Cunningham, uh, basically the Motown No Awards. So Motown No is me. Motown No Awards is just my arbitrary awards that I give out at the end of the season. Uh, and they're, it's, it, it's a fun thing. So James, this year, I have the co-host. Uh, part of the, him doing the podcast with me is that he now has to co-host. So James, you're going to, you got your, you're a man of many talents and now you're going to put a award show host uh, on your, on your, on your resume. So without further ado, what's that? Light work, the lightest of work. <laughs> without further ado, I want to, we're going to jump into the first award. Now these are going to get increasingly more and more awesome. Now, and then we're, one, we, I don't know if you said this, but then we're after the Motown No Awards, we're going to do a Q and a with our family that have joined us today. So uh, for those a, a part of the podcast right now, you'll use the raise hand function. We'll let you guys know when we go. And um, yeah, please introduce yourself where you're from. So our, our listeners that aren't you guys uh, know who you are and can shout you out or whatever happens. Go ahead, Nick. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. You're right. I did forget to mention that. So without further ado, the first award is super self-indulgent. Okay. It wouldn't be the Motown No Awards if I didn't hand out a video for the recap of the year. Now you might be thinking <laughs> to yourself, Nick, you, you kind of stopped doing recaps a little bit this year. This is true, but there was You're one leading with an award for yourself. Well, because I have to do the ones that are the least interesting first. If that's how you sleep at night, go ahead. Yeah. Okay. All right. I can save this one for last. You want to no, give no, no, go first? first. No, Whose award here. show is this? <laughs> all right. All right. All the all there goes all the momentum. The recap of the year. Really, there was only one one true nomination, uh, and the winner, of course, goes to the Miller Light Brooklyn Nets game because of what followed after that, the media frenzy that followed after that. When yours truly, of course did get on ESPN and I was in the shower without a shirt. It was, a, it was a great game. That was sort of, that was one of the games because we beat the Lakers this year. It was like this weird month where we kept just stomping these teams that uh, really we had no business beating. And that was, I that, that game was in Detroit, correct? Um, I believe so. Yes. If yeah. I recall. So I have two questions. Sure. Who are the other nominees? Not a single oh, one. Okay. Um, and are you do you do people like do you ever get tweets about that still like do people still reference that video or is it kind of passed and no I, yeah so literally right after the lottery uh i got a lot of where's the beer video where's the you know get in the shower um even <laughs> after the bucks beat brooklyn i get got a lot I, I got a lot yeah get in the shower like people would just tweet that to me and then uh 
Yeah, after the Bucks beat Brooklyn, a lot of Bucks fans were like, do that. So if, if for, for some reason, if people aren't familiar, I say for some reason, that sounds super self-obsessed. The Pistons beat the Nets and I just got in the Giving shower. yourself an award first wasn't super self-obsessed. That one does it. <laughs> I, for those who don't know, I just went in the shower and poured Miller Lite all over myself and got super excited. So now we move on to our second award. Now, this award, I, th- I think I'm, I cut it last year because it felt too mean. I, I didn't like this one. A lot of awards get left on the cutting room floor. Uh, this year we brought it back and partially because James a few months back sort of pushed it a little bit. So James, without further ado, you will be presenting your first award. This one's mine. One. This one is yours. The, as you, as you called it, the tried your best award. And the nominees are Dervitas Servitas, um, six, nine ball handler, from Kazakhstan, Svi Mihailuk, now of the Oklahoma City Thunder, and Dennis Smith Jr., now of the uh, Fort Worth G League team. All right, okay, all right, all right. And the winner? Do I do I do I say the winner? Yeah, Dervitas Servitas. Now I don't think this comes as a surprise. And to add a little bit more background information as to what the Try Your Best Award actually is. So after every single game, I will give out essentially a player of the a player of the night award. And this this all adds up to eventually what is Motown Noah's best friend of the year, whoever gets the most amount of those uh, over the course of a season. So the Try Your Best Award. It's just whoever got the least. And I, I, I cannot for the life of me remember. Let me pull up the standings because I think I even wrote down what game it was uh, because I knew I wouldn't believe. No, I just wrote Dave won with a bunch of surprised emojis. I didn't write what game it was. I don't remember what game. Was it the 16 half game? It must have been some game late in the year when he was getting first quarter minutes. And we were like, what? Is it was happening? probably the game when he had like 16 and a half. I can't remember who it was against. It's, it yeah. all runs together. Every minute that he plays is just a complete fever dream. Now, we got off to a weird start with me just giving myself an award, but it's my show, so I can do whatever I want. Yeah. I think it's only fair that we veer attention and credit to other creators within the Pistons community. Would now we're talking. That? Yes, okay. now we're talking. I do is have... It, is this going to go to Matthew? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> no. Uh, Matthew's, Matthew's a behind-the-scenes guy. Well, he's a creator. He is, but you should see how much stuff he creates that he doesn't actually put out. It's in sure. It's a really frustrating. So this year, <laughs> I wanted to add something Shout out to Matthew. into the mix. Obviously, listen, if you're listening to this, you know we're the best Pistons podcast, and it's not close. Okay. Shout out to the busted header, though. <laughs> I wanted to give the Bun and Cardigan uh, stamp of approval. It's like the the Oprah's sticker on like a best-selling book. You know what I'm talking about? Like Oprah's book club or whatever. And that's yeah. how you know you got to go read New that. New York Times bestseller. Yeah. But like Yellow. Oprah's book club was like a big thing. People might remember. Oh, what that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine you have the Bun and Cardigan stamp on this podcast. Okay. So I wanted to do the Piston, the best Pistons podcast, the Pistons podcast of the year. Okay, the nominees are Pistons vs. Everybody, hosted by Lazarus Jackson. Shout out to Laz. Friend of the program. I'd say if you had to do a power ranking, we'll get to that in a minute. Locked on Pistons, hosted by Kuka Hill. Boo. Palace of Pistons, hosted by it's Aaron Johnson, correct? 
Yes. And, yeah, and friends. I, I believe. And friends. And then one of my favorites, one that I wish people knew more about, and hopefully this does it. He hasn't posted many episodes recently, but from Half Court, hosted by Sean Murphy, I was able to be a guest on his show, and he's really just a great mind. Those are the four are you, nominees. Are you out here making money on our award show pod? Shout out to Sean. I don't know this podcast, though. You think Did I'm getting cut you? a check for this? Yeah. No. I'm just trying uh-huh. to shed some light on people. That this is what platforms are for, This isn't baby. like Breitbar or anything? No. Okay. And the winner is for Pistons Podcast of the Year. Pistons versus everybody, hosted by Lazarus Jackson. Ladies and gentlemen, now this may not come as a surprise, uh, but let me say this. I think if you had to do a power rankings of everybody that gets a shout out on this show, Laz is probably first or second. It's probably second behind Matthew. I was going to say, I think it's in some order, Matthew, Laz, Danny Brown. Would you agree? Yeah. I'd say so. So I would say Pistons versus everybody. Laz and pause. On... Pause gets a lot of shout out. That's a you thing, but uh-huh. you're not you're not wrong. Uh, I like that one. And I want to I'm going to go off script. I mean, I'm offended. I mean, yeah, Laz and the Laz does a great podcast. Um, that's my guy. Michigan State stand up. But like you gave yourself an award. And then when we have a chance to win an award that I'm like involved in, we don't get it, bro. Like it's always something. It's always something like James Edwards, the third of the athletic. So I don't, I'm not winning anything today, huh? I want to go off script, but you did. I want to go off script for you're going to feel okay. I want to go off script. I feel like we should keep this ball rolling. Yeah. I have not thought of what I should be saying, but I thought that it would be appropriate if we had somebody present to give an acceptance speech. So, I'm going to give this person the floor and off, off the cuff hand out the Pistons creator of the year award. If you'll indulge me for a second. Okay. Is it, is it Matthew? And I'm going to, I want this person to unmute when I say it. Uh, Hal, I'm going to give you the Pistons creator of the year because the threads that you do as analytical as you are, um, the knowledge that you bring to Pistons Twitter, I sincerely appreciate you and his at is red alternates. You guys have this really great thing going where I, you do these in-game threads. And I know sometimes it's, it's difficult for you to do them because sometimes maybe they don't get the attention that you're hoping for. And so the time and effort that goes into them, the, the trade-off seems a little bit weird, but Hal, if you'd like to unmute yourself and give your acceptance speech, you are the Pistons uh, content creator of the year. How do you feel? Let's go Hal. This is nonsense. I just spam Twitter. That's all I do. There's, there's no, there's no content created. I don't make any of it. I hit record. It's two buttons that I hit upload. There's nothing to it. I don't actually do that much work. It sounds a lot like what I do. (laughs) There are so many guys who spend so much more time like making things. Nah, no, 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 no. You deserve this, Hal. You, right, you is are. anybody going to be grateful today? Matthew, do you want the award <laughs> instead? Do you want the award, Matthew? Do you have a better acceptance speech? You can go ahead and unmute yourself. You got something better to say? No. Oh, my god! I don't. All right, James, give your next award. This is going off the rails. Go ahead. Give your next award. Okay. This is the, the oh, wow, impressed award. And the nominees are? Let me, get, let me give a little bit of explanation as to what this is. It's almost like most improved slash biggest surprise slash like, oh, wait, we're getting this from you this year. 
Yeah. Just for some context. Go ahead. I'm actually, now that I see who won, I'm surprised you didn't pick uh, one of the other nominees. Uh, but the nominees are Beef Stew. I don't want to, I was going to nickname this guy. I don't want to do it. Plug your ears. Sadiq Bay. Frank Jackson. And the winner, Isaiah Stewart. Beef Stew. Wow. Wow. Impressed. That's that. You I, know what? I, I thought now that I look at the text, I thought Frank would win. I thought you would find a way to give it to Frank. In all fairness, I think one of the most. So I, I think that it's close because the way that we look at Isaiah and the, the biggest thing that I've given you credit for this year, James, was your Isaiah Stewart's going to be hitting jumpers at some point. And you didn't think it was going to happen like on the level that it did this soon. But you knew that it would, ha- and that it it would tailed happen. off at the end a little sure. bit. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Thank you. You gave me credit. Uh, uh similarly with frank jackson uh all they had to do was stop pretending he was a point guard that was part of it yeah for like a month and a half he was like a top five bench scorer in the entire nba but i think culturally for detroit like i've said a few times in the last few weeks that like i don't totally believe that frank is going to come back i don't know why i just have a really bad feeling about it. it's like him or diallo i think it's going to be one of them i don't totally believe it um so I, I know just for longevity, Isaiah is going to be here. And as more of a foundational thing, uh, mm-hmm. I like Isaiah in, in that spot. So Isaiah Stewart. Wow. Wow. Impressed. Oh, wow. Impressed. There is that go. better? Is that that better? was better. That was better. Right. Now this next award, we have two left. So the, James is James is done presenting. He presented okay. his two awards. Now he can he can relax. He can take the hat off. This next award, uh, I was going to say it was introduced last year. All these awards were introduced last year. Do you want me to say one that got cut? Another one that got cut for the second sure, year? In a row? No enemy of the year. We were going to really? do we were going to do enemy of the year last year. I don't want to talk about who it was going to be. I think if you listen to this show, you might be able to guess who enemy of the year is. Is it like a team or a player or a person? It's a thing. It's a thing. Uh, give me another hint people said mean things about me oh reddit hey pistons reddit if you wanted to win an award you guys shouldn't have been mean to me sorry but i hold a grudge i love you guys should have been nicer they won an award you just don't want to give them the award the award was i hate you guys oh i thought okay i see what you're saying because every time i go on that godforsaken subreddit I someone is just inexplicably talking about me. It's really annoying. That's not necessarily true. I'd say it only happens like once every six months. I'll just stumble across something. But it's like I don't like going in there. Like that. Like the. Never mind. It doesn't matter. Reddit, Reddit. is very nice to me. So, um, shout out to Reddit. But if you're yes. mean to my guy, I got to ride with my guy. They're very mean, and I get some of it to be honest. But like the, it doesn't matter. Pistons Reddit, fine. I like you guys. Doesn't matter. We're gonna move on. Uh, this this award is called the Johnny Kane of the year award. And a year ago, I just gave it to Johnny Kane because it's his name. And I was like, <laughs> Johnny, it's like Johnny Kane. Wow. Yeah. Impressed. Johnny Kane, real good guy. You and then this I, one to Brooke this year. I, I, well, like, yeah, the Brooke Fletcher of the year award. I kind of liked the idea, which by the way, I never did get an acceptance speech from Johnny. We'll get that one day. Uh, I liked the idea of turning it into sort of my like person of the year award. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I did. Okay. 
I decided that Johnny Kane is the quintessential embodiment of human and physical excellence, psychological excellence as well. And uh, I, what I love most about him is he doesn't know this, but he gave me sort of the, a little bit of a boost in my sort of like journey. He was the first ever interview that I did. And he was one of the first people that sort of helped me out. Okay. And so this year I wanted to sort of do the same thing and look at a person who um, maybe if I didn't have them, I still would have found a way to be successful, but I don't think they understand the importance of, of what they are and, and how I value the relationship that I have with them. Because at the end of the day, what that person has allowed me to do um, has made me very thankful. Mm -hmm. So the Johnny Kane of the Year Award in 2021 goes to James Edwards III. Oh, man. I was hoping that's how it ended. So you talking all that shit (laughs) about not winning an award. People people want their money really making me mad. This is a fluke. Because oh, I appreciate you, man. I was hoping I, it would have been funny if that ended and I didn't get it. That would have been hilarious. <laughs> uh, but I, I'm, I'm that that's heartwarming, melting. I'm, I'm flattered, man. And I, we, I talk about it every pod. I'm, I'm proud of you, buddy. I, uh, yeah, I, I knew you were going to like that. I didn't think that you were going to make it feel as uh, vindicating as you did where I get to prove you wrong. It was really hard for me not to be like, wait 10 minutes. No, that's that you did good. No, I'm all flustered. You got me bothered. Now we move on to the award that everybody has been waiting for. Okay. I think probably the only award people know or care about. Nobody cares care about, about. Oh, nobody yeah. cares about the best recap of the year. I'll probably scrap that next year. I probably won't. No, I like it. I just think you should put others in it and then give it to yourself. This year's last year, I had four. This year, what was I going to do? You know, that I yeah, you get put you on ESPN. Little, there's no, were, comp, no competition. You were, you were also slacking this year, but go ahead with your. Go ahead. So once again, every single night, a player, an individual player will get a tally. Motondo is best friend of the night. You tally those up. You're watching the standings all year. Periodically, I'll tweet out an update. Make sure you it, tell them the whole story, like how close it was to. It was just as close last year. Oh, was it? Okay. Last year, it came down to the final game of the year, which, well, at the time, it wasn't the final game of the year. It was a game in Philadelphia. Derek Rose and Christian Wood were tied. And Christian Wood, I think he put up like 32 or something like that. It was like the third time in four games that he posted a new career high in points. Christian Wood gets it, which gave him the lead, and the season gets canceled. Christian Wood, Christian Wood, uh, Motondo's best friend of the year. So this year. Pause. This year. The nominees are Jeremy Grant. Now, Jeremy Grant, there's not too much that I can say about him or any of the nominees that we haven't talked about a hundred times. But what I will say is that he created and maintained a lead for the entire season. And I'm going to give, I'm going to build it up this way. The problem was, and I could see that this was starting to happen was once Jeremy started to get rested towards the end of the season and the other two nominees, Sadiq Bey and Isaiah Stewart, started to see more minutes, more volume, more More opportunity. It became really close. And the question became, 
Is Jeremy going to hang on? Ladies and gentlemen, the winner. Wait, tell them what the tally was going into the last game of the season. Do you remember that? The final tally. Without, how about I, okay. The final tally, third place had 10. Second place had 11. And the winner had 12. And this is, this person won Motown Noah's best friend of the night that many times in the season. And at the end of the year is Motown Noah's best friend of the year. Correct. The winner was Isaiah Stewart cleaning house at the Motown Noah Awards. That is two awards. The first multi-winner at the Motown Noah Awards, Isaiah Stewart. And the, the circle that we've done on him and the, the, I cannot believe it came down to the final game. Sadiq and Isaiah are tied at 11. I believe this is how it happened. And Isaiah was just. A so I had, I had a feeling that Isaiah would be a, a award winner, a multi multi-time award winner tonight. Um, we have a decent relationship. So Nick, let him in. Uh, I don't know. I, there's, I'm, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. What do you mean? I'm just joking. <laughs> I was watching some faces. Everybody was ready. They're pissed now. I am. Um, I'm. This is dead air, which isn't great. I'm just very. Um, I'm so tired. One day I'm gonna get us guest James, <laughs> and his shenanigans. Because if you are watching us right now, if you're listening to us in your car going to work. James does this to me every week (laughs) and I fall for it every single time. It's one day. It's when you least expect it. You're going to get a great surprise. All of you will, because it'll be on this show one day. What you just did is like, do you remember like 10 years ago when you would get like Rick rolled and it actually made you mad? Cause like sometimes you'll go out of your way. It did actually used to make me mad. And like, you just put me back in a place. Like I finally had found this video. I won't say what video, like I was searching the internet forever, found it. Then get 10 seconds in and freaking Kevin Herter pops up. <laughs> That's essentially what just happened. I got put back <laughs> and I'm in a time machine and I just got, I'm like, Rick Astley, I actually don't want to look at you right now. Now that song's great. And one, I, I was going to say one thing about that, that song's underrated. Like that's a banger. Very good song. I'm going to the Miami area next week. And like, if I don't hear that, I'm going to be hot. You, uh, you will move on to the Q and a and just, you're going to Vegas, right? Next, next week. I'm sorry for the summer league. Oh yes. Yep. I'll Ooh. be there. Okay. Um, ladies and gentlemen, those are the awards for Motown Noah's best friend of the night or <laughs> most of those are for Mo- for the Motown Noah awards in 2021. So now what we'll move on. If you guys do have a question for James, you guys can use the, uh, or Nick, but, don't, yeah, please ask Nick questions too. Don't ask Nick questions. I don't have anything insightful to say. Uh, you guys can use the raise hand function uh, and, and we will get to it. Again, we did say, I guess you guys can technically ask as many uh, Jalen. Ask Reed. anything you want. Yeah, okay. All right, fine. Do um, we have any questions? I uh, The raise your hand function, if you don't know, is under reactions. There we as go. A, as a proper Zoom, as if somebody who's used Zoom 50 times a day for the last six months, as I'm sure some of you have. All right. Cade Lambier has a question. There you go. Hello, hey, Cade. what's going on? Can you guys hear me okay? Yes, yes sir, man. Good. Thank you. Cool. 
Yeah, no, I, I can't believe this. This has been awesome. Um, awesome. I am from uh, Little Rock, Arkansas, uh, which is like the Detroit of the South. Um, okay. Yeah. And uh, so my question is uh, basically like, so going into this, uh, this draft and getting the number one pick, how much do you think like establishing confidence in the fan base and like reestablishing culture in this retooling goes into like making this pick? Because some of the discourse I've seen, not to bring up Jalen Green, but of going with somebody else or maybe trading down. Um, my biggest problem with that has just basically been like, you know, we don't want any other kind of anything even close to like a Darko situation. Right. So, so going into this draft, uh, just like how important do you think uh, making like fans happy, I guess, in general is from like a GM perspective? That is a great question. Tremendous question. Um, Nick, I will go first. And then if you have anything to add, please do. I think it is important. I think it's something that should be factored in. Um, as you guys are very well aware, team hasn't had a, the number one pick in 50 years. Um, they were able to build interest and set a direction and build excitement last year during a pandemic by restructuring, restoring, and bringing in young players who could help obviously lead this team to the future. They needed another piece or two. They got an opportunity to get the number one pick. And right there, here it is for them. I will say this. I think given how momentous the occasion is, how momentous the Pistons are in the city, I think you do have to walk a tight line. Um, because even just the, the novelty of having the number one pick, like people are excited about that. And um, to say that that guy was the number one pick and he plays for your town, there's something to that. Also, as in regards to Troy and whatever he decides to do, most people think Cade is number one. If you take Cade number one and for some reason he doesn't work out, I don't think anybody's yelling at you because everybody else would have took Cade number one. If you try, I don't want to say outsmart, but try to – um, do something different off the cuff and that player either isn't good or is not as good as Cade, then you risk the danger of, of running in hot water and, and losing kind of all the goodwill you've built up. So do I think Troy cares about that? No, I think he trusts what he does and how much he's prepared and, and whatever X, Y, and Z. Uh, but I do think that it, that is something that should be, considered because I was I mean me and Nick have talked about it on here I think there would have been a lot of air taken out of the the team even though people are still excited about last year and what could happen but I think there would have been some air taken out if they would have got the fifth or sixth pick I think people would have been excited and still would have been and maybe that guy gets here and a few weeks in he's really good and everybody's like okay back on but I think there would have been a little bit of air taken out they got fifth or sixth and now for the best possible outcome to get one yeah I think I think the fans deserve it um, but also it's, it is the risk worth the reward and Troy's balancing that now and figuring out if it is or whatever direction he goes. And for the record, people, I know you're not saying this, Kate, I, me and Nick talked about it before we got on. I'm not saying that they should take green over Kate. I think Kate is number one. My job is to report things I've heard. And that's just all I've heard. So when I report it, people have been yelling at me for saying I'm making up content or um, that I'm an idiot. But it's like, 
I'm just, I'm not saying, I'm not, I promise you, I'm not, I wouldn't put anything out there that I, I didn't hear. And I, if you follow my work at the athletic, I've had green pretty high for quite some time. Like I've been hearing this for a little bit. So yes, great question. I, I think this is a very, very pivotal time in the franchise's history to not only build um, confidence in front office and ownership, but to get every, get everybody engaged. I, uh, I just want to say, you said that the fans deserve it. You, you believe that? I said that. Yeah. I, I thought about it last night after our last pod. I was like, there are some fans who deserve this moment. Okay. There are people who has, have sat through the last 10 years. Not everybody, because I'm at that arena every day and it ain't always full. But there are some people who I know that have sat through the last 10 years. They deserve it. Not all of them, some of them. Okay. Because I, I was in our last episode, you said, I don't want to say they deserve it because I don't. Yeah, I, don't. I felt bad. I felt bad because there are some people who do deserve it. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, my response, I don't, yeah, I, I, just to piggyback a little bit and then we'll move on because I don't really have anything that different. I don't think Troy cares because um, anywhere, anyone in the top three, the fan base is going to be happy, uh, you know? So you know, how, yeah. you know how difficult, listen, you can make that face, but like on draft night. I don't think they'll be happy when you have the number one pick. Like what you were saying last pod, you were like, I like green at two. I like Mobley at three. Yeah. It's the same thing. Well, right. I'm just saying like anywhere that you picked, you were going to get a new fan favorite. So, but because you have number one to deviate from the prohibitive favorite would obviously would, would be a problem. Um, I think if you are to trade, I don't know, it's a whole thing. Honestly, James, I think that you just, no, not shout out to Steve Blake in the, the (laughs) no, not shout out to Steve Blake. Um, We're going to go. I'm, I'm going to pronounce. Thank you, Cade. Thank you, Cade. Oh my gosh, Cade. Whoa. I didn't hey. realize that. Whoa. Shout out to Cade. Cause Cade Cunningham. Wow. Impressed. All right. Bang, bang, boom. Uh, there we go. Hold on. I'm, I'm, we're asking to unmute. Is it, how do you pronounce your first name, man? Yeah. So uh, it's Tipinder. I was, was going to say, you that. Doing, I should have just guessed. I should have just guessed. That's exactly what I was going to say. I'm sorry. All right. Go ahead. Yeah, how about, uh, yourself. Good. Appreciate you jumping on, man. Yeah, for sure. I just wanted to, before I get into my question, just wanted to say, uh, appreciate, uh, you know, both of you, Nick, uh, the content you provide for Pistons Twitter is like always a joy. And, uh, you know, reading a James piece with your morning coffee is always a win. So, oh, man. Uh, Thank you, dude. buddy. Appreciate that. Yeah. And um, so, like, my question is kind of twofold. So, assuming Weaver thinks, you know, Kate is the best talent and we roll out next year with the lineup of Kate or Killian, Cade, Sadiq, Jeremy, and um, Stewart what do you think the ceiling is of that team? And then after Blake's contract comes off the books next year, um, how does Weaver add to that team to make it a contender? Is it like, is Weaver playing 4D chess right now with hiring Jalen Brown's mentor and so forth? And ah, yeah. you're connecting dots. Can I do the, can I answer the, what's the ceiling and you can do the contract thing? Yep. Okay. Because I know what you're going to say. Yeah, which Raise is what people actually want to hear. People don't want to hear your pessimistic nonsense right now. <laughs> They've had, they had enough of that. All right, fine. Tell them to raise the banner. Go ahead. All right. No, 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 no. We're going to the plan. Like, you know, I'm dead serious. We are, if that, that team is going to the plan, this whole, this, this notion that Killian and Cade cannot work together is inherently false because in the NBA, 
you need uh, multiple creators, you need multiple ball handlers, and to keep them on the floor at the same time is exactly what you need if you're Detroit. It worked pretty well for Sacramento. I liked how it worked with them. We saw at the end of the year that Killian well, When did it play. work for Sacramento? What are you talking about? Let's not lie. Let's time out. Let's not lie. They've been in the second. lottery for 15 It has nothing years. to do with Halliburton and De'Aaron Fox. Why the King... Let, you're right. Luke Walton is... A, is it's, it's literally his fault. It's, it is 100% his fault. Bagley... Matt, Marvin Bagley literally can't play. Like... Rashawn Holmes and like Buddy Hield. We're, we're not doing Kings talk right now. I'm just, like if you would have said them like six, analogy. if you would have said them like, if you would have named off like five teams and then got to the Kings, I'd have left you alone. But you went straight to the Kings, man. Because it's the most recent analogy. For the because Kings. you had you had two established guards and then they drafted Halliburton and people were like, wait, how is this going to work? And then they were like, oh, because that's how basketball is played now. No, I see what you're saying. I, I, I agree, but. What would, who would you have preferred me use? Um. Phoenix? Uh, okay. All right. Well, we're not Phoenix, though. Milwaukee? I thought mm. that's where you were going. The Nets? There we go. Thank you. Oh, Hell. shut up. No, no, we're not doing we're not doing the Nets because those are that, that's just we're, I'm talking about like home like you you put the all right, fine. I'm not gonna all right, finish right finish your point. Yes, right. So I legitimately believe that this team is going to the play in. And I don't know if they'll win. I, I don't think the Cavs, that's actually a good guess. Uh, not a guess, a good point. Uh, no, no, they suck. Yes, it is. Stop. All right, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Pistons Talk. Shout out to Pistons Talk. The Woodward Sports shirt. Shout out to Woodward Sports. Yeah. I do think we're going to the plan. I don't know how many games we're going to win. I do know that within two years, we're straight up going to be in the playoffs, though. So that's what I'll say to that. But it, when free agency comes, because you did point out correctly, so there's a great point, we did bring in uh, Ty Jerome, that is Jalen Brown's boy. So I think that's where that comes close. Out. You're, you're, you're staying on, on par with your, um, love for Ty Jerome. Ra- average white players. Ty Jerome is no, yeah, I just said Ty Jerome. You did. That's a guy who's getting a bucket from yeah. James, but he's on the, I'll get, I'll give him a bucket list. You're, um, <laughs> Jerome, uh, hold on. <laughs> I can't now believe I me. just said Ty Jerome. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Jerome Allen, Jerome Sorry. Allen, yeah, Jerome Allen, close, same uncles. Um, that's so yes. annoying because normally we would just edit that out. There are too <laughs> many witnesses to that. All right, go ahead, free agency. Um, yeah, I think you made valiant points. Um, I think it's not a lock to work because, of course, Killian needs to improve his shooting, but that was going to be a an area of growth that needed to happen anyway for him to reach his ceiling and the team to reach his ceiling. That's why people have some concerns, but I agree with you with the most part to have two ball handlers who can create for others and one in Cade who can shoot and play off the ball a little bit more until the other one shows he can shoot. It works out fine. Um, I've mentioned Jalen Brown like a month ago, and there was reason. Yes, I think if I had to guess, well, not guess, um, I need to work on my how to say things without saying things better. Jalen Brown is somebody that I think they think they can get in whenever his deal is up, maybe before. Um, it's not till like 2024 or something. It's some time away, but he's only 24. Yeah. Um, and I, I think I'll say this one name to watch out for. I don't know when his, when his years are up. Um, two names to watch out for. Karis Levert is somebody that I think um, 
they will go after whenever his deal is up. I'm checking that right now. I apologize. He signed for a three-year, $52.5 million extension with the Nets. I remember it because it happened when I was writing. Yep, so he has two years left after this year, and Blake has one year left on his deal. Um, so, yeah, that's an ex- he could, he'll be an expiring. The summer, Blake's comes up. Marcus Smart is somebody that could be of interest as the team wants to turn a corner and build that that Pistons mentality back. Um, and there's trade possibilities. You're collecting assets currently. You have one of the best in the league and the number one pick. You have three young guys that people like and have improved their value, at least Isaiah and Sadiq have. Um, Killian, obviously, to be determined. And um, did somebody just join? Shout out to Timothy. How are you doing? Do you mind muting? I muted him. We're good. We're okay. good. Um, shout out to Timothy, though. And yeah, so I think you could see those names connected in the next few years. And I definitely think while they like Jerome Allen and think he's a great player development guy, good with uh, good with the players. I think that there's a play in there. Yeah, for sure. Good question. I Can I be a little bit speculative really quick? Can sure. I, can I throw some gasoline? Okay. Yeah. You like Karis LeVert? In it's this actually scenario, one Michigan player sure. I do like, yeah. Yeah. You, who did we just hire? Oh, yeah, John Oh, Bieland. wow, weird. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wait, Dwayne Casey's going to be leaving in a few years. I wonder if maybe... I, I I wonder if maybe we can pull Jawan Howard, get the whole gang back together. Oh, look at you. Whoa. Do you I'm know something? Con- connecting some dots here. I don't know. Okay. I don't know that I don't know that Jawan Howard would jump. I don't know that he would leave that job. <laughs> James and I would appreciate that if he did, but all right. Yeah. Uh, we now move on to Miles Baker. Miles Baker. Alone. <laughs> what is your question, sir? Miles, the, the best shoe collection in Michigan. Wow, wow. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Are you biased? Show the people. Here. I'm here. I'm next to it, bro. Show the people. Look at all I that. Don't know. This is bad podcasting, but I'm showing. My sneaker oh. <laughs> collection, real quick. <laughs> we'll put it on YouTube. Ironically, happy to be here. Went to college with, with James. Yes. This podcast I've been listening to since the beginning. It has some underrated sneaker conversation. So in the Motown Noah Awards episode, maybe I could get an input on your guys's favorite sneakers of all time. Maybe just one Ooh. from James, one from Nick. Great question. Oh man, Nick. my answer is gonna suck because it's such a dumb answer. It's such a bad answer, but it's like seriously, casually and on court, one of my favorite sneakers of all time. It's a terrible, terrible pick. Are you going to say Chuck Taylor's? No, the KD9. That's actually what I, I hoop in the KD10. It's the actually K- a great hoop shoe. Oh my gosh, that is that shoe is a dream. Uh, the first pair, like I remember I was on a war path. I was trying to get every KD9 colorway that came out because I was working for Nike at the time. So we got the discounts. And I got the, uh, what was it? Like the, the summer pair, there was like some Volt in it, had the gum sole. Mm-hmm. I got the, uh, the original, like the, the first pair that came out, the Olympic ones, you know, uh, or was it, was that FIBA? No, that was the Olympics. Cause it was 2016. Um, and then I did get, I got another pair. I don't remember which one it was. And then it just became impractical and expensive. The KD nine will forever be one of my favorite shoes of all time. Same with the KD seven, uh, the all-star KD sevens. I have the entire all-star collection from 2015. I have the KD ones, uh, or I'm sorry, the Kyrie ones, the LeBron twelves, the KD sevens and the Kobe tens. I have all of those. The KD seven amp pearls might be the greatest sneaker Mm. of all time period. Talk dirty. Uh, honestly, anything in the amp pearl series, the fives are really good, but the seven, how it was like, you know, the, the feathered strap. Yeah. It was crazy. 
Uh, honestly, the whole Katie line, I just love a lot. So it just deviates from the whole Jordan thing that people usually do. But James, go yeah. ahead. My, see, Miles knows my answers, but uh, my favorite shoe to ever hoop in is the PG one, which I just I had a pair when I was in college and I found this summer pair. I'm not going to show it because, again, we're on a podcast, but uh, the PJ PG one, the summer pack, all white tan Nike sign. And then my favorite shoe. And again, Miles knows this. I love the Grant Hill Fila. It's there's just something when I first saw it that I loved seeing it come back out now um, for I've always loved Fila like as a kid I just love the logo I love the colors red white and blue like the navy blue I love navy blue but the Grant Hill shoe was always just fire to me and I always felt like it was slept on so um, that's that's one of my favorites what else Kobe tens of course and I'm trying to think of other like random um where did nick go did he just leave in the middle of the podcast okay so i'm sorry i sent you a text i'm having an emergency oh. i accidentally put a laundry detergent thing in my dishwasher and now there's a bunch of bubbles right now i sent you a text <laughs> so i need you to i there's it's just it's like the whole i don't thing know if I, going okay next. i'll just call on the next person yep and i'll be back in just themselves. a minute i gotta i'm okay. really sorry this is no, I, i'll be back it's in a on second. brand of course during the yeah all right um yeah miles you know that so i hope if anybody hasn't checked out seen the grant hill um one i'm I, that's my favorite shoe Okay, Vinayak, appreciate you coming on. Go ahead and um, unmute yourself, and the floor is yours, sir. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, first thing I want to say, huge fan. You guys have appreciate an amazing it. podcast. Um, good so to put a face to the to the non Twitter. I, I know the Twitter handle. It's good yeah, to put yeah, a face yeah. to it. Yeah, no, no, no picture. Yeah, no, I'm not on Twitter that often, so you know, it's all good. But my, it. my my question was, um, I wanted to see if I could get a story time from you. I know you've like covered basically every single Pistons player. So do you have any stories with like a player that didn't play for the Pistons or like that you could share potentially? Ooh. I mean, my, the greatest story for a non-player would have been the Jalil local four one, but I've already said that uh, the TGI Fridays, he wasn't on the Pistons when that happened. That is I have a, a little bit of a, a quick thing. Matthew and I, uh, oh. I was with Matthew uh, when I was in Michigan last week and I, and we, uh, by his apartment, there was a TGI Fridays and I, I did the little bit. I was like, where's the TGI Fridays? I just want to throw that out there. So that got brought up, brought back up again, but go ahead. Oh man. With a non Pistons player. I can't think of one off the top of my head, but I have a funny one that Rod Beard uh, an, an encounter Rod Beard had with Steph Curry. If you guys want to hear that one, that's perfect. That's okay. Perfect. And if I think of one with myself, I'll 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 say it. So this was, I think, the last year at the Palace. I wasn't covering the team yet, but Rod told me this story, and I think it's hilarious. Um, and they went to Golden State shoot around. One Steph was smoking, like he was hot. He was hot in the streets. So everybody wanted to talk to Steph. Draymond, obviously the connection. And I guess Rod did some digging and or felt in his mind that KCP defended Steph Curry well in previous games. Um, and so he wanted to go ask Steph about, what, about KCP and his defense, hoping that Steph would admit that KCP is a tough challenge. So I guess Steph is sitting by himself 
on like the first row seats. They go up to him, Rod and Vince. And Rod asks him, he's like, so what is it about KCP that allows him to, to stop you so well? Steph got out of his seat and was like, stop me? Who? And he was, and he was like, KCP? And Rod is like, yeah, he's, he's defended you well in the past or whatever. He's, he's done a good job. And then I think he went on to answer the question. But if you guys remember Steph's um, logo three at the palace, I think it's one of his more infamous ones. Uh, it was on KCP. I, I'm pretty sure that one was for Rod, if I had to guess, because that happened that morning and he pulled up from literally half court and shot the three. So that one was always funny. Rod's Rod's reaction, that Steph's face was was priceless. We'll get him on here or I'll ask him to do it and send a video or something. Maybe we'll reenact it one day um, and post it. But that was always funny. Man, I've, I can't think of a funny story, but like I've had good inter like good conversations with Al Horford. I talked to him about Zaza Pachulia once um, for a story. I talked to Giannis once, one-on-one. -on -one. He was great. Um, man, yeah, nothing, nothing comes to mind. If if so, I'll I'll shoot you a tweet and I'll I'll try to I'll rem I'll try to remember it. But that's a great question. It's always nice. So thank you for that because it's always nice yeah. when other people will ask James for story times. Because sometimes I'll just like I, I blank on like players and stuff. So just making it super broad and just being like any non piston So thank you for asking. That's a good. Question. Yeah, that's a great question. I'm um, trying to think right. now. We uh we can get back to it if you want okay. to. We can wrap up on that if you want. Um, so now we'll move on to Jeremy. Jeremy, you now have the floor to ask whatever question. Shout you out want. to Jeremy. Hey, shout out to you guys. Um, oh, I also want to shout out to my brother Caleb, who's a huge shout out to Caleb. Fan. Shout out to Caleb somewhere. Um, so I wanted to ask you two specifically, your forty some odd episodes into podcasting together. What's something fun that you've learned about each other over that time? Ooh, great question. Nick, do you want to go first? Wait, I, I assume we, it has to, uh, I can't, there's a lot of, uh, well, there's a lot of stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's probably right. a lot I'll, of things. I'll keep it PG. Okay. I'll keep it PG. Um, <laughs> James, man. Yeah. I guess trying to, cause I want to keep it as, um, what if today was the day I just decided to be reckless? <laughs> I won't do it, but go ahead. Go. Ahead. I'm um, sorry. God, I'm really curious what you would have said. I think most people are, but I'm a little bit scared. I don't want. Anyways, um, I think you know. It. It honestly, your 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 process is is really. You're just always doing something. I, I never really realized how busy your life is, or just like being on the beat. And so you sort of giving me some like you know some insight as to you know how your process works. This isn't going to be an interesting answer, but Jeremy, I do love. I like this is a great question. Yeah. Um. I'll say this. I can say this because this is more interesting. You can be pretty mean. How so? What do you mean? You tricked me into thinking Isaiah Stewart was going to be in here. That's not mean. That's a joke. That doesn't mean that the joke can't be inherently mean. Okay. So that, thank you for, that's the one thing you've learned about me is I'm mean. Well, no, no, no. It's just, I've learned a lot of things about you and I'm sure you've learned a lot of things about me. I just, I, I didn't realize James Edwards III of The Athletic. Wow. Kind of... <laughs> Kind of, kind of mean <laughs> no i don't know i maybe fine i'll say how nice you are i don't know that's obviously a lie because you can't go from mean to nice you just can't Ooh, maybe it's i didn't realize uh how many mm, i can't say that all right what's your thing <laughs> um how good you are at this like what we do 
um like i knew you were good with the reaction videos and i knew like you were interested in it but i always have kind of the the notion that um if you're on twitter you might not be like the most um like if you're very active on twitter you might not be the most vocal person I'm or very like, online yeah yeah you know what i mean like you might not be the most so i didn't know how this would go and like i've listened to other stuff you did but um you're just it clearly yeah, you went a, well because you asked me to do the show yeah no you have a good knack for this you have a good cadence you're good at um making interesting and entertaining points i, I think you're you're really good at this you're better at this than i am i will then i just have information that you don't have you know what i mean yeah, I'll change what I was. So I'll just say what I was originally going to say is your process is really interesting to me. And I didn't realize how intricate it was. So that's my answer to that. Again, Jeremy, I like that question a lot. Great so question. Thank, thank you very much for asking that. Uh, Josh, wow, NATO Jacob. Finally, he figured out how Shout to use to the raised hand, hand function. So good job. <laughs> uh, you have the floor, sir. All right, cool. What's up, guys? How are you doing? Oh, uh, good. Man. Oh, I know. Yeah, he gave me a Hamadou card and I delivered the hoodie to him. Yeah, yeah. I was going to ask, do you think me giving you a Terrence Mann rookie card created uh, <laughs> conditions in the universe? For- that, definitely had a, that definitely had a play in it, man. I forgot. Yeah, it was Hamadou and Terrence Mann. They're actually, uh, actually, they're in the other room. Um, I still have those. That's hilarious. Yes, it definitely did. No question. Uh, that wasn't my question, though. Uh, so <laughs> I was going to say really quick, I was like, that was the question. <laughs> like, thank, you. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Go ahead. Um, no, I, so a couple quick ones. Assuming the Pistons end up drafting Cade, uh, what do you guys think? Like, do you guys have a like a, a hunch on what the over under would be for wins? And then you know, eighty two game season. I think it was like twenty four this year mm-hmm. in a seventy two game season. Um, and then also the over under for nationally televised games if we get you got to- a gambling man on our hands that's the no, I'm, a, I'm actually not I like, no i'm joking i'm joking but but and then just sort of like generally like how how marketable do you think kate is like i don't think he's at the zion level no but yeah that's so. a good question great questions yeah um, it's really important that you brought up the nationally televised games and james i'll let you go in a second the only thing i'll say first is i don't have a good barometer for how many nationally televised games we're going to get so i couldn't really give you an approximation there but we're going to get a lot more than we have had in recent years so that's uh, that's that's good enough right but james go ahead um over under wins i would say it's still they're still a young team um and most rookies don't play super well their first year not to say Cade won't but just going off history I would say do, 32 do, do. 32 so my and a half is too high yeah I think so someone's got to win rookie of the year why well, not yeah. us why not us you still think you still is, Kate, is Killian think, eligible I think Whoa. How would that Whoa. be a storyline of Killian won rookie of the year over Cade? That'd be a storyline. Quentin Grimes. You like that? The Quentin Grimes for rookie of the year? Sure. Just because I know you how much you love Quentin Grimes. Yes. Sure. Yeah. But Laz said no. Can I retract my award? Nah, the award's already been out. <laughs> Lazarus Jackson said no. Uh so yeah, my over under on uh wins would I would say like 37 and a half, which is ambitious. But again, I think this team is going to be insane. I think 32. I was gonna say 30, but I'll say 32 because I'm on a podcast with a bunch of Pistons fans. I don't want to yeah. get beat up. Um, we know how you really feel. It's okay. And so, then the other over under was uh, uh nationally televised games. Yeah. Uh, 
I would say three. Well, over under, you have to do a half. You say three and, and a half, half then three and, three and, half? and a half. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then how marketable is Cade? Yeah. He's in a, he's more than LaMelo, but less than Zion. No, I would say less than LaMelo. LaMelo was famous. He's, oh, I'm he, sorry. He's I'm more sorry. than Anthony I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm thinking LaMelo went one. LaMelo did not oh. go one. I'm sorry. You're right. I was thinking I, I should have said Anthony Edwards because he was the number one pick. Yeah. I apologize. He's more than Anthony Edwards, less than Zion, but he's like in the middle somewhere. Yeah, I would say he comes in a little bit more known than Anthony Edwards. I I would say the national consensus is that I knew Anthony Edwards because he lit up my college for 40. So like I was very aware of Anthony Edwards, but I can understand nationally. I would say Kate is probably known more nationally, but it's going to come down to his personality. Like Anthony Edwards has become a thing because they put him in front of a camera and he's hilarious and he's like a fun guy. And that's going to propel his start or his, not his stardom, but you know what I mean? Like his personality, his brand. I've heard Kate on the JJ Reddick podcast. He seems like a fun guy, an interesting guy. It's going to really depend on kind of one, how good he is. And two, how much of that personality comes out on a day-to-day with us, to be honest. So um, he went to Oklahoma state. They didn't do well. That's why I think if he went to Duke, you might, there might be a little bit, he might be closer to Zion, not Zion. I mean, Zion was a high school phenom dunks, YouTubes, all that stuff. So that's a different type of beast, but I think he's very marketable. Um, especially in this town, he's going to be the number one pick if he is. Um, and yeah, I think nationally it comes down to how well he, how well he does and the personality. Does it show? Is is he, does he have some, some funny to him, some seriousness, some cockiness to him? It's, it's going to show. So yeah, I think that'll play a big part in it. Good questions. So very good questions, guys. I'm proud of you. So we have a, a we, we forgot to do a brother shout out. So Toppender, you have the floor again. Yeah, I appreciate that. So just real quick, I had to shout out my brother, Harmon. He's been a huge fan of hey. the pod. And we've been uh, following the Pistons since the Gigi uh, the Tome days. So Shout out to, okay, yeah. to, to Harmon and shout out to Gigi. <laughs> yeah, so it's been a minute. So yeah, I just, I just had to do that. Appreciate it. Oh, I always said I was going to bring this back up on a pod, and I never did. Remember when we uh, did the podcast oh. with Vinny? Yeah. And, the, and he, he didn't want to say the nickname of Gigi Tome, if people remember that. It was empty Jim Jesus. Egg, empty Jim Jesus. Well, that's a J, but egg. Uh, <laughs> Shout out to Detome. Totally forgot about that. Um, all right, we now move on. Now this one, Aaron, that's here. It's it's special. Now, Shout if, out people, to Aaron. if people remember the the giveaway that happened last year during the Pistons Twitter bracket, where Blake Griffin agreed that if I won, that he would give away a signed jersey. That actually happened, and Aaron here actually won the jersey and he did show us before we started recording there it is it's right there he does have it Aaron sir thank you for joining what is your question thank you thank you yeah yeah first time long time caller I uh, just want to <laughs> give a give a shout out to you guys this is awesome this is this is really cool to be able to to be able to join this so I got a two-part question and I think I know the answer to the first part but going to games and I miss going to games partly because of this um, just the player intros is something that I, I love watching. It's the same every single time for the most part, but love watching it. One of my favorite parts of the game. So let's say the Pistons do draft Cade for the, the sake of this, this argument. Who do you think will be the last Ooh. name called? And then my second question is, is that something that players care about? Because I always thought it was interesting that Drummond was always like the last player that was called, even when Blake Griffin got traded here. So it's like, I just think that's kind of interesting. I don't know if that's something that those guys are 
you know, concerned about, or they're lobbying to be the last player that, announced or yeah. So that is a fantastic yeah. question. I will say, I just want to have a little insight on that. Go ahead, Nick. I think, I think this is a you question. Cause as far as the psychological impact, I don't know if people care. Yeah. That is a question that I'm so glad I, I never would have thought of. it's an amazing question. That is, an, that is an amazing question. James that's Pratt. like a, that's like a question that would manifest a James story for sure. Like I would, I would 100%. write that story and I might do that. Um, can you get a royalty check in the mail? Yeah, so I'll, I'll give you some subs, Aaron. Um, so your first part was, do they? No, that wasn't your first part of the question. What who's was the, the first? Who, next no, season, who's, who, who would, would be in the last? Yeah, I would think, out of respect for Jeremy, they would do Jeremy still. Now, if Cade comes out and he's shows that he's the man right away, I think next year, the year after his rookie year, that would switch. If I had to guess. Um, now do players care? I do think some players care and I'm not saying that Andre cared. I don't know that for a fact, but there is kind of a respect level. And I think that's where Blake knows Andre. That was his team for eight years. And it could be a little weird if he comes in and he's the last name called. Cause that is across the arena. That's or across the NBA. The last name called is the guy. Um, and I always think, Blake purposefully if Blake asked to do that if Blake asked to be last he probably could have got it no question he could have got it but I think out of respect for Andre he allowed that to continue I would imagine that some players across the league do care um some stars now do they care a lot like would that be a something that would make or break their relationship with if they want to stay with the place or not I don't I don't know I'm sure there's some that are that egotistical I haven't covered anybody like that um but I would definitely have – I would bet money that Blake asked Andre to still be last out of respect, if I had to guess. Yeah, great question. That's an amazing – again, I, that's – yeah, like I said, that's just kind of a you question. Anything that I would say would be speculative and dumb. Uh, Aaron, that's a great question. Now move first. on to Mario. Mario, sir, you have the floor. What is your question? Shout out to Mario. Hey, how's it going, guys? Uh, big fan. Um, I might be the only um, non-Detroit native here. I'm from. Right, you're from Milwaukee, right? Yo, but yeah, yeah. Boy, 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 I sent him a Michael Red card. I really appreciate it. That was very thoughtful. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, bad L yesterday, but uh, hopefully we bounce back. <laughs> I do too. They lost me some money. Oh, no kidding. I thought they'd sweep them. Hey, yeah. should I? You always air out my text during Bucks games. Should I tell everyone what we are talking about? Nah, because it looks bad at for me too. Anyway, yeah, Mario, Mario. Go ahead, Mario. Sorry. <laughs> Um, first, I wanted to say thank you to Nick. You were one of the only like people like not from Bucks Twitter that would always like really shout us out and hype us up. I really appreciate that, man. That's how I stumbled upon this like podcast. And the Pistons were always my my league team on two K. So sure enough, it just ended up picking up. <laughs> well, they always yeah they always needed a good player, so why not just go there and build them up? Yeah, yeah. But um, I guess I had a question more specifically for you, James. Um, I'm a media studies and a Spanish major, but with this pandemic, I got a job at a clinic, you know, but yeah. that ends this season and come this fall, I'm going back to Milwaukee and I'm trying to get back into my field. You, like when you first started in like your journalism, your beat writing career, you, did you have any, I guess, do you have any suggestions for like putting your name out there, like starting from the bottom, eventually making your way up to like being a Pistons beat writer? Yeah. I, you know, I believe you started like beat writing for like a local high school team or something like that. And like, that's yeah. really inspiring for a fellow like me that's like completely out of the game and is looking to like hop back in at the end of the year and try to like eventually make his way up. Yeah, for sure. Um, great question. I would say this when I, well, let me give you the advice first. Do everything you, if you see an opportunity to write, do it. Um, 
if you see if there's a internship at the local paper, do it. Um, if you're financially able to, if it doesn't pay and you can't do it, that obviously you got to do what you got to do. But if it pays and you can do it, do it. Um, sure. If there's a, you can, I mean, it, even today, like you could start your own blog and you could do your own thing. Um, I, the most important thing is just finding, like if you really want to do it, you can reach out to the, like I said, the local newspaper and like, Hey, do you guys have this, anything I can do in the sports department? Um, yeah, I'm a young up and coming journalist. I want to get involved and, and start getting my, uh, what do we call it? Uh, scripts together. Um, but yeah, man, it's just like some people's paths are different. Like I, um, was fortunate enough when I was in college, I answered the phones at the Lansing state journal, which is one of the biggest papers in Michigan. Um, and then when I graduated, they hired me to cover high school sports. And then from there, I just did no matter, even though there were high school sports, like everybody has a story. And I think that's a big, important thing. Like if you can cover high school sports, you can cover anything. Um, and it's not necessarily like about the games, but like these people have interesting lives. Like I covered a, a young lady who was been in a wheelchair her whole life, but she was on the team's bowling team or, um, I covered a guy who was a golfer and had cancer. He's since passed away. Um, so there's, there's always stories out there and it doesn't matter if you're covering in the NBA, if you're covering in high school sports, your local rec league, um, there's stories to tell everyone. I could write a thousand word story on every single one of you. If you gave me 20 minutes to ask you guys questions, that, that would be interesting. Um, so just take every opportunity you can to make the most of it, do something that stands out. And yeah, man, just get your foot in the door. Like I said, if you, if there's a local newspaper and just call and see if they need help. And if they give you that opportunity, just make the most of it, work your way up. And if your stuff stands out and you're absolutely like determined to do it, it'll, it'll manifest. So um, yeah, man, just, just keep grinding, keep taking advantage of the internet, the resources that you have and yeah, it'll, it'll work out for sure. I hope that helped. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's really, it's, it's just about, if you want to do it, go, you can go do it. There's ways to, there's, there's ways to go get it. And, um, if you're encouraged enough and really want it, just make those extra calls. Even if you're tired or you don't think they'll answer you send an email to your favorite writer and see if they can recommend anything or, yeah, just send out. You never know who will respond or who's watching or, or anything like that. Sounds good, man. I appreciate the advice. It's really yeah, no problem at all. You got and if you have any questions, you you can reach out and I'll I'll try to help out in any way I can. That's real, man. Thanks for answering that. Yeah, no problem, man. Thank you. Uh even though the question is not for me, the only thing I'll say is uh, as somebody yeah, I'd love is, to hear your insight well, as well. <laughs> the only thing that my biggest problem well, he's is like I'm, the walking example of just do it yourself. You know what I mean? Literally. Yeah. <laughs> I'll never like forget it, how you made it on ESPN a few months ago, like when y'all beat the Nets. That was one of the hypest videos I've seen, and I was so happy for you when you actually made it on. Uh, like as somebody who uh, I'm too scared to bother people all the time. Like I should have asked James a long time before we started actually doing the show to do the show. And when Matthew, my brother, who's actually in here, him and I were doing a show uh, together. And then he got like a proper job. So we had to stop doing it. And he was like, go bother James. James and I had been like talking about doing this for a while. And, uh, like James was saying, like, reach out, like bother people, 
Like, like seriously, because it might, you might accidentally your way into an opportunity. I don't know how many times I could have maybe done that, but I was always too nervous to do it. Uh, Cause I would rather just be told nothing than be told no. So mm. like James was saying, just obviously dive uh, head first right into it, but thank you for asking that, man. Yes. Thank you. Um, thank you all guys. right. We will now move on to Jake Turberg wearing the beef stew shirt. Look at you champion. Where Look at he? you. Respect. I see it. Shout out to Jake. Oh, wait, 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 Jake. We can't hear you. Are you? Oh, no. Oh, no. Can't hear you now. Still nope. can't Can you guys hear, you. hear me? There we now go. We yes, now we're good. There we go. Oh, shoot. All right, move on. Oh, no, we're good. We can hear we can, you. We can yeah, hear you. We can hear you. Yeah, move on. <laughs> you sure? Yeah. All okay. right. I can't hear you guys. Sorry. Oh, you're good. Yeah, we can hear you. All right. So I got a two part question for you. I got one for James and one for Nick. Um, Shout out to my buddy, Josh, by the way, we've been watching for a while. Shout out to Josh. Um, Shout out to Josh. So James, you said earlier that you were like a big fan of Karis LeVert in the future. So what current MSU player across the NBA, would you like the Pistons to target for the next couple of years? And Nick separate question entirely is the teal back. (laughs) <laughs> I, I, I will say before James answers that question, there are two correct answers. There are two and a half correct answers. I saw you tweeted that you're bet you're all in on the teal now after hating it because you saw Caden edit. 100%. Yes. <laughs> 100%. But there are two and a half Michigan. I'm getting players, old for all this, man. I'm getting too old. Two and a half players that you should want for Michigan state. It's a good question. It's a great question. Um, in terms of just, I, this was, I enjoy watching this player, Jaron Jackson. Um, and I think him and Isaiah would work well next to each other. Now, I I know um, Troy liked Jaron a lot in that draft. So, and you hear about Memphis, is he on the trade block? You don't know. Yeah. So maybe, maybe there's a world there where that happens. I highly doubt it. Um, Bryn Forbes is another guy I like. I saw somebody put in the chat. He's the half, by the way. He's the half. He's the half. Yes. I like Bryn. I guess if you're trying to piece together a roster, obviously undersized guard, but I mean, just pure shooter and the Pistons need shooting. Uh, who else? Oh, come on. You want to give you a hint? Not Draymond. No, the best rapper in the league. Oh, shout out to Flint. Miles Bridges. Yeah, there you go. I'll watch Miles Bridges Got shooters Bridges in the day. D like Dwayne Casey. Yeah, I'll watch Miles Bridges all day. Great Those question. The, that's the two and a half. You got it. Good job. Yeah, Impressed. thank you. Thank nice. you. Um, Zach Randolph still in the league? Is the teal back? Um, yes. Yeah, 100%. It, it, this was like a, I swear, this has been a 48 hour 180 where I, I was like, the teal is disgusting. You literally texted me last night, you hate the teals. There's no way that's true. I'm just going to say, because you go ahead and pull it up. You're wrong. Uh, ever since like once Cade Cunningham was a realization, I was like, he would look amazing in that. And then, I was talking to Matthew today and I was like, we were talking about it and he was like, anyone on our roster would look good in teal have to agree with him there. So I'll just say, yes, the teal is hundred percent back. Uh, thank you for that. I will say too many good questions. Uh, Hal is next. Can you give us a bad question? Do you mind? Hell. I would like to say ah, bad question. And I feel like how you may be, <laughs> I don't want to say you're <laughs> equipped for it, but <laughs> go ahead. Give us, give us your question. I will make one question. When does the beat mixtape drop? <laughs> when is it on Bandcamp? That's all I care about. We will here. 
I promise when I'm, I'm going on vacation next week. When I get back, we will do something for what episode are, is this going to be, Nick? Are we counting the emergency broadcast or no? Because that's its own thing. Just I think the numbered be, ones. I think this will be 41 or 42. By episode 50, Hal. Maybe for episode 50, we'll do it. So uh, that would be right around the end of summer. We'll so do the, it. So the summer league. So it's also on the contingency that we draft Cade Cunningham. If we don't draft Cade Cunningham, it's never coming. Beat tape's never coming. Sorry, band. <laughs> I just need sad songs then. That's all I need. <laughs> <laughs> some uh, some lo-fi beats to study to type music yeah. is what you need. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll shoot for end of summer. All right. We got one more. Uh, this will be our last question of the show. Jared, the floor is yours. Can you hear me? Can I look in you? Very, uh, vaguely, but yes. yes. Okay. Hi. Uh, How are so, you doing, Jared? Great show. I'm doing great, man. Great show. I listen to it every every time there's a new episode. Uh, Appreciate it. Shout out my brother, Charles. Uh, he's the one who really got me into sports. He's a little, old, a little older than me. And Shout out to Charles. Guy business guy and he just helped me along the way you know see see the light really. awesome uh, and you're in awesome. you're in texas yes yes okay i remember yeah i remember sending out your hoodie shout out to charles shout out to texas shout out to charles shout out to jared shout out to, to texas yeah so since so the last question um I, i'm surprised no one's asking yet is there any future plans for more merch because the fire <laughs> hoodie i got is great oh Let's, uh, let's great question. Do you want to, do you want to, well, we also, Matthew's here. We got a Matthew. Are you willing to create more designs for the bunny cardigan show? This is important. Yes. Okay, cool. All right. Well, hold on. Let's pump the brakes. Well, um, I, I know because you got to do your thing. I, I get it, but we just needed to get confirmation that our designer was on board with it too. We, I love, Ooh, teal. Somebody said, teal <laughs> the merch better be Ooh, wait a second better yeah. be the mixtape somebody said teal merch okay all right it was a pain i i love all you guys and I, your support but the process of getting the hoodies done and mailing them out was a chore so I, at least we're gonna do it i need like a month break in between because i'm just I'm, I'm no longer having ptsd from the trips to the I, I i needed to as a as a first time seller of merch we needed to um to have a better game plan we had to get, get an intern <laughs> you i being, wish you're being so like nice right he was miserable the whole week he was being I, so it was sassy just because i wanted everything to go right like as you guys know when i wrote out the your guys's addresses i sent you a picture to make sure everything was right i would have felt terrible for you to spend that money and not and something happened and luckily we have not got any complaints everybody loves their hoodie the card so i'm, I'm happy but I, I think i met rod who has a printing press at his house he made the hoodies i think i met him five times in like seven days had to drive like 45 minutes then i had to go to the post i had to find the right size it was i'm complaining for your guys like i'm not complaining but it was just a lot well and i so we will do t-shirts t-shirts possibly um maybe towards the time the season starts i would say you're not complaining you're just explaining why we're not going to do it really anytime right away yes because it's such a convoluted process that yes one day we'll get there um but the game plan thing 
really overshot that. <laughs> it's, it was a lot harder than I yeah. think James anticipated. Yeah. Yeah. But I appreciate all your guys' support and we will, um, the mixtape will come first. Hell, I promise. And then we'll, we'll come back in the fall with maybe a t-shirt instead, which is the complete opposite. We should have did t-shirts the first time and hoodies the second time, but it wouldn't be the B and C if we weren't idiots. We'll just stand outside. I'll just loiter and I'll hand out our tape. We'll, we'll do like a bundle, like with a shirt. Hey, get our streams up. CD. Hey, uh, Hal, you want to name it real quick before we sign off? What's the name of the tape? Do you got any recommendations for us? Going to assume not because it looks like he's frozen. Yeah, I think he's frozen. All right. All righty, ladies and gentlemen. James, you got anything else? You want to do our Bucks thing real quick? I'm just kidding. We don't no. actually have to do that. Um, you got anything else? I don't. Did everybody ask a question that wanted to? We're good on that. Hey, well, I appreciate we appreciate you guys. Um, the support has been unreal. Your guys specifically support's been unreal. We wouldn't probably keep doing this if it wasn't for you guys. You guys literally are the reason we make sure we do it every week, twice a week, um, because your guys' feedback and, and love for the pod. So we wouldn't be here without you guys. Um, and, again, thank you for the support. I hope this was worth your time, worth your your money, as long with the hoodie and the card. I hope this experience was, was cool. And, um, yeah, thanks for being a part of this. Can I ask a really quick question, please? Yeah, no problem. Yes. Go ahead, Mario. As a Bucks fan, do you do y'all think we win it all this year, or is the <laughs> kind of concerning? <laughs> I, it feels like it's gonna. To me, I think it feels like the Bucks are gonna win. Yeah. I thought they slept. Yeah. They sleepwalked through the game when I didn't think they played too serious. I thought it was a little too late. I think it feels like this is the year the Bucks win. I uh, I think it's pretty well documented how I feel. They lost Game One against Boston in 2019. And they won four in a row. Yeah. So the, the last series against Brooklyn was the first time under Mike Budenholzer that Milwaukee won a playoff series that didn't result in four consecutive wins. Right. Yeah. So that's just sort of the trend. So I would fully expect the Bucks are going to win in five. Um, we don't, I'm not going to go into it right now just because, you know, people know how I feel about Milwaukee. They're going yeah. to the finals. Uh, Mike Budenholzer, I can't believe that idiot's going to get a ring and he's going to get <laughs> to run it back. Like I, I sincerely can't believe it because uh, it doesn't seem fair like that. You want to talk about uh, Floyd Mayweather being a legal bank robber? I don't know yeah, how it's yeah. it's insane. And and that Rick Carlisle didn't wait it out bothers me. You got him going, surprise Mario. Me, man. I thought I thought we were going to pick him up this offseason. Assuming we don't win the finals, right? But Pacer, I yeah. guess. All righty, ladies and gentlemen. If you made it this far, genuinely from the yeah, bottom thanks, of our hearts, thank you very very much for listening. If you if you were hanging out with us, as James said, we appreciate you guys. We hope you enjoyed the second annual Motown No Award Show. We will catch you guys. in the next one.